Oh, those sweet dulcet town, tone, town, tone, town, town, town. Man, I should probably restart, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna leave the mistake in. Uh, anyways, this this song doesn't only mark this week's episode of the Movie Dummies podcast, the podcast where dummies talk about movies, in which I am Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hi. Matt. Hello. And Angela. Hey. But it also reminds me that uh, the last episode of Adventure Time Distant Lands was on HBO this week, and it makes me sad all over again. Aww. But on to less happy times, in which we're going to talk about The Karate Kid, Part 3. The Karate Kid, Part 3. This one's a doozy, guys. There is only, and I I don't know if you guys will agree with me on this, okay? This is a theory I have. There's Mm -hmm. only one word to describe how this movie got made. Cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine. Fucking Terry Silver was on cocaine. John Kreese was on cocaine. Was that the number one drug Ralph Macchio was on cocaine. Oh, cocaine in the 80s are like peas and carrots. This is a 5.3. Yeah, it's like Kraft Mac and cheese. Everybody was eating it. Woo. Give me the KRAFT. How did it make $39 million? You mean it's a flop? That's still a lot of money. Uh, We're back in the day, I guess. They probably had a high production value, I'm guessing, though. The budget was 12.5, so yeah, it was financially successful. That's bonkers. Right. (laughs) But at the same time, they're riding a wave in which the second one got better than the first one. Still shitty, but better. Um, and people probably came into this with expectations being three years later, which could they take a longer time to make these movies? Right. The next one comes I mean, in. Nine years, right? What's that? 94. Yeah. Goodness. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, this, it's slow going. So Mm-mm. the karate kid part three hit us, Matt. In September 1985, John Kreese broke and destitute after the loss of his students due to his assault on Johnny Lawrence in the Karate Kid Part 2. Visits his Vietnam War comrade Terry Silver, a wealthy businessman who founded Cobra Kai and is the owner of a toxic waste disposal business. Silver vows to personally help him get revenge on Daniel and Mr. Miyagi and reestablish Cobra Kai, sending Kreese on vacation to Tahiti to rest and recuperate. Okay. <laughs> well, a lot happens in the first yeah. five minutes of this movie. I was like, who is this guy? He doesn't exactly. even look old enough to go to war. Uh, what's the age of the actor? Did anybody look it up? What's his name? No. Sean Kanan. Who, From John Mike... Kreese's actor? No, or Terry Silver? I would say Kreese is old enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kreese yeah. is old enough. Oh, no, no. I just saw this. I don't know that Silver is, though. Oh, Thomas Ian Griffith uh, in real life was only 13 years old when the Vietnam War ended. There you go. He was born in 62. Vietnam was, you know, oh, boy. Like, seriously. Yeah, he just seemed pretty, pretty bad there. Thomas Ian Griffith, man. Yeah, I didn't know that name. I know the name. He's been in stuff, but... Yeah. That picture. Uh, 
he is a cocaine field nightmare in this movie. You know, yeah, for sure. Also, like the way the movie starts with uh, Danielson having to live with Miyagi because yeah. his mom's taking care of. Hey, uncle. at least uh, she made it into this movie. That is very true. That's a a positive point because she wasn't in the last one, correct? Correct. So at least she had a filmed appearance. Yes, all of three minutes. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Well, she wasn't in the even... first one very much either, though. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Cre- uh, Martin Cove was born in 46, so he is old enough to have been in Vietnam. It's only about a 20-year age difference, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Just about. Yeah. And how is he so rich? Oh, oh, never mind. Oh, Terry Silver? Yeah, so he is very 80s in that he's dumping toxic waste. So you want to make him the villain, let's make him the fucking villain. Dude, did he make the <laughs> yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, but maybe the Toxic oh. Avenger. Oh. Perhaps he was responsible for that shit that dumped on that redhead in RoboCop. Oh, Jesus. Dude, the house... Y'all know what I'm talking about. That huge house that Terry lives in, that mansion, was actually the, called the Ennis House. It was a home designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's been mm-hmm. used in lots of films. Mm-hmm, but probably a lot of pornos. I would have to say that the Ennis House, while Terry Silver is living there, should be renamed the Anus House. Yes, it was in Shannon. Blade Runner. <laughs> so mad at me. I'm just, just gonna like <laughs> ignore you. Oh boy. Yeah, um totally. <sighs> Oh my gosh. What? I have to say Martin Cove looks good. He looks Does healthy. He? he looks healthy compared to how he looks mm-hmm. on Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's a big yeah. gap there though. Yeah. That's true. And that's that's him going from uh not even forty to four hundred or whatever he is now. <laughs> and we haven't talked about him yet, but I think this is the movie where Miyagi looks the worst. Ooh. Yeah, he looks even better in the next Karate Kid. Like, right? What, how did that? He took money and bought lots of junk food. I mean, I don't know, like, what the deal was in the third one. He's just like, <laughs> he know. looked like he looked. I don't know. How do you look? Old and tired. <laughs> he, but he seemed way more spry. Although, can't lift his leg anymore in the next Karate Kid, which we'll talk about next week. Oh man. Let's see what else we got. Oh my gosh. The Terry Silvers was a model for another villain. Sorry, I'm reading IMDb. For an evil martial art master named Duke the Double Dragon from a video game franchise. Okay. What video game? Double Dragon. Double Dragon. <laughs> you Is know this nothing, John Snow. Game? Is Double Dragon a good video game? In its time. Uh, yeah, in its time it was great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Matt, if I were you, I wouldn't take a job yeah. selling Double Dragon to people. You, I don't think anybody would buy. You, uh, I mean, it's hard to sell now. And yeah, can't make great. or read this. <laughs> My bad. It hey, ladies, great. would you like to have sex with me? It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> if you all have eight bits. Eight bits. <laughs> Noise. I'm going to go ahead and oh. applaud you for that. I 
also want to know how this Daniel guy looks so flippin' young because I'm watching Cobra Cry and he does not look. You know what makes him look the most like to me? Okay, call, you call me crazy. Crazy. Uh, call me maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> the reason he looks so young in this one is because he's like, he's like got baby chubs. Ooh. He looks like he's like baby chubby. Yeah. I would agree. It's weird. He's like 26, right? Yeah. Like 28. He's almost yeah. 30. Crazy. He's still supposed to be under 18, right? Which, uh, yes. yes. They're, both of them are graduated high school. This Mike dude who he's going to fight, which we'll talk about in a second. Maybe, maybe we should just talk about the next part and then get into it. Okay. Okay. That's the next part. Uh, Shannon, you're up. Oh, wow. Just now send it to me. Yeah. Okay. So upon returning to Los <laughs> Angeles from Okinawa, Daniel and Miyagi discover from, wait, discover that the South Sea's apartment complex is being renovated, leaving Miyagi unemployed and Daniel homeless. They also learn that Daniel's mother, Lucille, that's her name? Yep. Is currently yep. in New Jersey <laughs> taking care of Uncle... <laughs> Louis, Daniel's ill Uncle Louis. Miyagi invites Daniel to stay at his house, and Daniel uses his college funds to help finance Miyagi's dream of opening a bonsai shop. Miyagi makes him a partner at the business. Visiting a pottery store across the street, Daniel meets Jessica Andrews. Although he has a brief crush on her, she tells him about her boyfriend, and they agree to remain friends. Silver hires Mike Barnes, a vicious karate prospect, nicknamed Karate Bad Boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> to challenge Daniel at the upcoming All-Valley Karate Tournament. Silver sneaks into Miyagi's house to gather information and overhears Daniel telling Miyagi that he will not defend his title at the tournament. Barnes and his henchmen Snake and Dennis harass Daniel and attempt to force him to enter the tournament. But Daniel still refuses, and Barnes departs in a rage. Rage. Good God. Well, Isn't there more? So. That oh, was never, mind. never mind. I'm stupid. <laughs> is it any more 80s? Or could the nickname Snake be any more 80s? Yo, my gosh. No. Uh, the cocaine didn't end at Terry Silver. <laughs> the little henchmen were also on cocaine. Snake. Oh, yes. Snake especially, and then definitely Mike Dickface. What was his name? Mike Barnes. Barnes. He, uh... He, uh... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. He is, he is aggro to the extreme. It seems like they're walking around with electronic nipple clamps all the right. time. <laughs> <laughs> like when Austin Powers first woke up, right? He's like, I'm having trouble controlling the volume of my voice! <laughs> like, that's how Mike Barnes talks to people. He'd be like, in line at McDonald's, yeah, can I please have a double cheeseburger? I'm confused. At any time in the first movie or the second movie, did you hear Miyagi talk about his bonsai dream shop? Thing? Well, nope. his gi symbol is a bonsai, right? Oh, we're sure. supposed to And he did work that? with bonsai trees. He showed Daniel how to be working with them and whatnot. And they needed a plot device. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they needed Daniel to spend his money on something. Uh, I also want to go back real quick. <laughs> Uncle Louie's not going to make it, right? 
Mm-mm. Well, he is dead. <laughs> he died when she hung up the phone. Not, I mean, he was not well. His lungs came out. He's like, <laughs> oh, that guy got. Why did he reel the bell like that though? That's I don't understand. Whatever. He got. He was seriously overacting. It was pretty, pretty great. It was. I, I like the, the corded phone as she was talking on it and him behind coughing and being like... Oh, and it was just selling it. Sell it, Uncle Louie. Perfect angle on everything. It's kind of like reminded. when uh, <laughs> when Joey was in the <laughs> Outbreak I movie. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say it. What part? I beat you to it. When Joey was in Outbreak 2. Oh, my gosh. And then Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, this man is dead because <laughs> Joey can't handle dying. Oh, uh. oh God. <laughs> he, he had a lot of those lines. Yeah, poor Uncle Louis. Uh, and the other comment that I had to type down while Shannon was reading is that, did they, did they make this a non-romantic relationship because Ooh. Ralph Macchio is just not manly enough to be pulling chicks in 1989 no they didn't i actually read this trivia fact um he actually asked the directors to make a platonic relationship between them because the age difference and he didn't want to upset his wife at the time wow yeah okay so that that chubby looking baby fat motherfucker was married at this time yeah (laughs) oh he'd been married for like 10 years yeah Jeez, oh pete he was probably married during the first movie According to Ralph Macchio, he hated Karate Kid 3. I don't blame him. It was dumb. It was bad. And and I don't know if Ralph Macchio, like his hatred for this movie just came out or what, but it's it's so bad. He's going cocaine Daniel, nuts too, though. Daniel is so freaking unlikable in this movie. I mm. hate him in this movie. I hate him. Yeah, he's like whiny. He feels oh, like he's not whiny. He's yelly. Yeah, that too. Well, no, he's he's, he's, he's whiny. Whiny. Whoa, calm down there. That's how he's talking the whole movie. It was driving me insane. You're insane, outside, buddy. Right. I mean, he literally—it's like he didn't know Miyagi at all. Hmm. Yeah, yeah you know, whole... well, it was poorly written because Miyagi's not really being that open with him either. So, like, they spend but... all this time together. They have all these years together, and they're still the, like, they even play it off at the beginning when he tries to give him a hug, and he's like, no, 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 we're going to bow because that's our relationship. So, like, you have a closeness of this dude going to your home country, saving, you know, your hometown, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, defending your family's honor against this dick face, and then you come back to America seemingly just like a week later. Yep. And, and it's it's as if they've never met. It's it, it's as if it, yeah it's it's almost like before when Miyagi's like uh, I'll fix your sink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole plot device is like stupid too, where they. Like they messed up all that shit. They threatened to threaten violence on him, and then you know instead of like taking precaution, the girl walks in with the door unlocked the next day. Like, uh, 
It's so stupid. Like, um, I understand, like, he's going to get mad that they're giving him shit and threatening him and all that, but, like, it doesn't make sense how they handle it. No. No, it doesn't. Well, it seemed like the, well, according to this, the director didn't like the film either. Like so nobody well, working on the film. He made it. Like it's, and then he cast his own son or something. I'm reading. Yeah, the director's son is in the movie, which is what the heck? He created a a part just for him. But as I'm kind, I'm looking through this trivia. Um, I'm not. What I'm in season two of Cobra Kai. And yes, we're in season two. Does Terry Silvers come back in Cobra Kai? Because I. Um. It seems like it's setting up that he's coming back the season that that's not out yet. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're trying to keep the timeline similar to the movies, is what it seems like. I I have no idea. I guess kind of. Yeah. It, that's it seems like it. Well, we'll see. It's very interesting. I feel bad. The Sean Kanan, the actor who played Mike Barnes, I guess got seriously injured when he had to be thrown through a door. I don't remember this part. He got thrown through the door by Miyagi when Miyagi beats up not just Terry Silver, but John Kreese at the same time. Is this at the end of the movie? I must have. It's right before. Remember when Daniel's like, no, will you train me? Oh, yeah, because they come the up and bust up all the bonsai stuff. Gotcha. Well, I guess he had two quarts of blood that pooled in his abdomen that caused heavy internal bleeding, and he had to be Ouch. offset, and he begged a... the director <laughs> to not recast him. What a fucking wimp. Oh, he begged him not to recast him. Okay. Right. So he could come back on set. But he, seriously, from 20 takes, he had internal bleeding. Jeez Louise. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was joking about the pussy parties. That 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 sounds really bad. Yeah. So what's the next part of this film? Oh, let me hit enter on the keyboard. Who's... Um and who's up? Boogie? Uh I'm up. Uh the next the next morning, as Daniel and Miyagi are practicing kata. Silver interrupts their training and lies about John Kreese suffering a <laughs> fatal heart attack after losing his students and begs forgiveness for Kreese's behavior. Barn, Snake, and Dennis return to make Dino. Dino? <laughs> Daniel? Dennis! Sign up... <laughs> sign up for the tournament. When Daniel again refuses, a fight ensues until Miyagi arrives and fends off the three men. After driving Jessica home, Daniel and Miyagi return to find their stock of bonsai trees missing and a tournament application hanging in place. Although Daniel reports the theft to the police, they do not take him seriously. To replace the missing trees, Daniel and... See, the, right here. Right here is my biggest fucking issue with this movie. Daniel and Jessica decide to dig up and sell a valuable bonsai tree... That Miyagi brought from Okinawa mm. and planted halfway down a cliff so that it would be safe. As they retrieve it, Barnes and his henchmen appear and retract their climbing ropes, leaving Daniel no choice but to sign up for the tournament. After pulling them back up, 
Barnes breaks the tree. Daniel returns to the shop with Miyagi's damaged bonsai, which Miyagi attempts to mend. Miyagi tells Daniel that he sold his truck to buy a new stock of trees and refuses to train him for the tournament. I'm sorry, but this... What this was the... Is, I, I cannot believe that Daniel's son thought for a second that Miyagi would want him to sell the original bonsai tree that he brought with him from Okinawa. That's absolute insanity. Agreed. And yeah, he clearly it, um, didn't know Miyagi at all. No. It's like a natural bonsai tree too, right? They explain that like there's some bonsai trees that are just actual bonsai trees. You don't have to make them that way. Well, yeah, he's yeah. just taking like pine trees and turning right. them into bonsai trees. Bonsai is like a certain breed of tree, right? But this was like a an actual bonsai from from his village that he brought with him. They wouldn't let that on a plane. They wouldn't let you bring a tree on a plane. You probably brought by boat. Could have been brought by boat. Ooh, good point, Matthew. Because he yeah, was that's in the how Navy. They traveled a lot back in the probably <laughs> it was probably the fifties. I mean, he might have. Came on a C one thirty or something. What would they have had in World War Two? I don't know. Not a C one thirty. B B seventeen. No, it would have been a boat. Yeah, I'm totally with you, Angela. Though, like the part where they're, they're climbing down this cliff to get this tree. She just happens to be a rock climber, by the way. Yeah, like oh yeah. yeah. Well, the plot device is merely so Miyagi can talk about Daniel's route. Oh, good God! You know. Yeah, because it's strong. Strong yeah. root, like you, Daniel San. You grow whatever way you want now. Yeah, you strong. <clears throat> Which I guess is a good piece of advice because he's not a absolute fuckwit. By the time you get to Cobra Kai, but he's I like, mean, I mean, he, but he's not, he's not so exasperating. Sure, but by the t- even in Cobra Kai, though, you can tell he he. Miyagi would not have been thrilled with who Daniel San had become. I, I think he'd think. be thrilled with who he was trying to be. Maybe. You know, at least by the time season two rolls around. <clears throat> by the time season two rolls around. But season one, Daniel San, who's still getting mad at Johnny Lawrence for, you know, for bullshit that happened in high school. Miyagi would not have been pleased about that. Right. Um. I want to know what happened to his kata skills. <laughs> because doesn't it seem like Daniel got worse? It doesn't, like, how does he lose his karate ability? It's the third film. Yeah, well, the fight in the second movie is probably his best fight in the series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Including Cobra Kai. Yeah. And he's basically getting his ass beat and like playing defense and like throwing kicks and punches when he can, which is probably when you look at Daniel San and you look at Chosen, is going to be how it happened. <laughs> yeah, because that yeah. dude was shredded. Oh, he was just cheese. Mm-hmm. He was he was shredded like cheese. It shredded was like nuts. cheese, mm. like parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. It's just so bad the the digging up the tree the thing that probably meant you know everything to me everything 
Um, who knows? Like, I don't know the timeline of Miyagi's life. Did he had? Did his family die in Okinawa and then he moved here? Did they die here after they moved here? That's well, kinda... his father died in the second movie. No, no, I like his wife and kid. Right? Didn't his wife and oh. kid die? His wife and kid died during the war. During the war, so maybe the tree was something like a remembrance to them. This dick face fucking on cocaine digs it up and then screams from the bottom of a gorge. Which, can we also be real for a second? They're standing at the bottom of a gorge. There's a fucking waterfall. They wouldn't be able to hear a thing Mike was saying to them. No, no, not, no. Not a word. Mm-mm. It would have been like, I, I can't hear you, bro. I don't even know what you want. And what movie was that, too, where they, where they made fun of that shit, where like the person was really far away having like a, a villain monologue? He's like, are you talking to me? I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember but I love it. Yeah, it's like you, you have to speak up. <laughs> you know, it was really funny. Well, like a lot of as I'm reading about reviews and stuff, a lot of people are upset that the movie was made in LA and not in Okinawa. Okinawa? O- Okinawa, sorry. <laughs> I need to drink something myself. Uh because the there is woman? more story there and there could have been yeah, that, but I made that argument last time, and you guys all shit on me, that he really has no reason to come back... To Okinawa? To L.A. I, I mean... Remember when I was, we were talking time, about Karate Kid 2, yeah, and yeah. I was like, hey, there's no reason for him to come back. Miyagi and him should just move there. Nobody oh, shit don't. on you. I just... It, it just... <laughs> it but was you, just like... You guys said yeah. dumb idea. No. No, it's just, you know... I get why they came back because Miyagi thought he had a job that he had to come deal with. Danielson lives with his mother. You know, yeah, they didn't know when they came present. back. <laughs> right, right. They didn't know when they came back that she was going to be in Jersey and he was going to be, you know, laid off or fired or whatever. But Shannon said something about filming in Okinawa. Pe- yeah. That people wanted it to be in Okinawa. They were like, "Why didn't uh, you continue and tell more backstory and continue training there?" But I mean, like, that would be interesting because that's a place where people do karate. I, and I, kinda, yeah, yeah, I could kind of see. Yeah, where but are they all on cocaine when they do karate? That's you know what? what no, <laughs> they're not. They're, they got some green tea, so they got a little pep, but it's not quite cocaine. <laughs> But I could also see where people would be upset. Danielson can't just go live in o- Okinawa. What? Okay. Why? I'll make this argument one more time. Why? Like, would you but just... Like, why? Would you want our son to just go live with someone for if like... If our son any... had no parents and ostensibly no friends and his only friend <laughs> lived in Okinawa, sure. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Anything else? I mean, he just got shit all over by Allie. Who went to go date the quarterback? His mom's a fucking dipshit. Who he doesn't even live with her. He lives with Miyagi. If Miyagi wants to live in Okinawa, you know. Plus, they just befriended and saved the life of the richest motherfucker on the island. Yeah, might be a good opportunity for Danielson. It might have been what? a good opportunity for Danielson. I think I'm coming around on this, Joe. All right, cool. What, what did I? I missed this. I hate to bring up something else from last episode but what what did ali she left him for some dude right but yeah. like i don't 
a college quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, like, also bad writing because it doesn't really seem to fit her personality. No. No, she left a dipshit because he was a dipshit. I mean, just because he's a quarterback doesn't mean he's a dipshit. I would have rather seen them recast her role. Like Jennifer in Back to the Future. Like a love interest? To make, to, you know, service the character, but to have her just be, like, shit on. Service the character? At the beginning of that movie was dumb. And then, like, the same thing for this movie. Like, we're hopping off a plane and, oh, yeah, Kamiko got a dance troupe an audition in Tokyo. And it's like, why did I care about watching that whole fucking movie? (laughs) You know? Life Maybe it happens. was an even better move for Ralph Macchio to not have a romantic interest after all. Mm. I mean, I would definitely agree with that because this chick's going back to Ohio and we're just going <laughs> to see Karate Kid 4. Daniel masturbates alone in his room. Oh, How do you ever find the chick who you know sells, sells cars with him? Do you read next, Joe? I'm so excited to hear you. Yeah, I, I'll go next. I guess in the 80s, they didn't have like mutually agreeable breakups, did they? Like She had to go blow on a quarterback. There was no way they were going to be like, oh, Allie and I just didn't work out. She, she got put in the fridge? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was a baby in the 80s. I would have no idea. Hmm. All right, here we go. Next, next chunk. Silver offers to, <laughs> quote-unquote, train Daniel for the tournament at the Cobra Kai Dojo with a series of brutal, violent, and offensive techniques. He derides Miyagi's kata forms and pressures Daniel to destroy a wooden practice dummy, causing him several injuries in the process. Throughout his training, Daniel's frustration alienates him <clears throat> from Miyagi. While Daniel and Jessica are at a nightclub for some fucking reason, Silver bribes a random man into provoking a fight with Daniel, who responds by punching the man and breaking his nose. Shocked and horrified by his aggressive behavior, Daniel apologizes and makes amends with Jessica and Miyagi. Daniel visits Silver to inform him that he will not compete in the tournament, but Silver reveals his true agenda as Barnes enters the dojo. Daniel attempts to leave, but Kreese leaps out to intercept him revealing himself to have been alive all along. After Barnes viciously attacks Daniel, Miyagi intervenes and easily defeats Kreese, Silver, and Barnes. Miyagi finally agrees to train Daniel after learning of their plot. They begin training and then repaint or replant the healed bonsai tree. They repaint the They repaint it. Besides, Besides digging up the bonsai tree, this was my least favorite part of the film where... um. Silver and Crease and what's his face all get their ass kicked by Miyagi and they're just like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. I'm going to be your little man in the karate tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it makes zero sense. It does not fit their personalities. I agree. Yeah, and they're they're <laughs> they're gloating a little too much during the tournament too. After just getting fucking waxed by an 85-year-old man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's heinous. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's... I love the character of Miyagi, right? Yes. He's so slow, though. <laughs> he can't... 
fight. He can't fight. It's he's so slow. Like I don't know what happened in the last I don't know ten years or so since when I last watched this movie to now. I don't know if I've just seen really good martial arts movies or I don't know, but he's slow. He's so slow. Yeah. Did they speed up the fight scenes when we were younger or something? No. <laughs> no. I'm really- the I mean, next Karate Kid is like ten times worse. Sadly, he's so yeah, slow. He's slow in that one too. Uh-oh. But there is it like Jackie Chan was old as fuck when he was in the Karate Kid remake, and he was fast. But he's not he's, slow. He's dope as shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they? Didn't they have like a double do his shit in the first? Yeah, but that double was like, old. He modeled everything about his character after the guy. What? So his his stunt double that did all his fighting, Pat Morita, he he acts and moves and talks exactly like Miyagi. So I just I'm sorry to get off track here. Was there dancing in this movie? If you want to call yeah, it they, that. When did they, they were dance? At the, um, the club. At the club? I don't yeah. remember. Like a... Daniel and Jessica go to the club. That's where he breaks the nose of the guy and. Yeah, realizes that, he's he's wow. the bad guy. And why are two eighteen-year-old kids going to the club? Why not? not? 18 yet. At least Daniel's not supposed okay. to be. This is my... yeah, because the valley all-around valley tournament is for under 18s. So yeah. how is he in this tournament? <sighs> he's not eighteen yet. He turns eighteen in December. Somehow. Between, uh, you know, breaking up with Allie, being only 15 in the first movie, <laughs> then <laughs> literally okay. two weeks later, uh, oh, yeah, being he's a senior only prom. 16 at yeah. this time. No, no. I think, yeah, yeah. so I think there's like. Why are they going clubbing? <laughs> I think, I think. <laughs> Fuck. Nope. <laughs> None of it so works. This is so convoluted. Fast and Furious has a more solid timeline than this shit. <laughs> Anyways. I think we decided that it was Allie's senior prom. It wasn't his senior prom. Then how is he going to college? Yeah, in this movie. He's not. He's just sa- he's supposed to be saving up for college. No, he says he starts college next week. His mom calls calls him college boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> so Did a year or two pass between one At and two? Some point, Maybe. How long is that flight? <laughs> <laughs> they went back in they time. They got on uh, Oceanic Flight 816. <laughs> <laughs> or is it 815? Oceanic Flight 815? Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm confused a lot. Yeah, you know stuff. how in the Fast and Furious movies, how like it goes, timeline, it goes one, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. No, no, one, two, four, five, six, seven, three. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know. What's to- what, which one's Tokyo Drift? Cause Tokyo that Drift one's comes after first. seven. Yeah. What? Yeah, because it's got yeah. Han in it. Oh, good. Yeah. And then, like, they spend Fast and Furious four, five, and six, and seven with Han going, I think I'm going to go to Tokyo. <laughs> like, the whole time, like, okay, we get it. <laughs> we get it. Thanks for giving us the hints. Hmm. 
Well, Ugh. anyways, there was this thing on IMDb saying that Paula Abdul did all the dance choreography, and I was like, "What dance? That's what, what? I was like, what the I was fuck? Like, you know what? Whatever. That makes sense. Why didn't you pay that woman with that kind of career, that kind of money, for like twenty seconds, whatever the fuck they were doing on film? Literally twenty seconds. They must have cut a whole lot of dancing out. I Cherry imagine- Silver. It's because of the same reason they cut around Daniel's karate. He can't do that either. His kata. Get it right. Kata. Go ahead, Matt. You were saying? But Terry Silver enters the scene looking like he just snorted fucking coke off a clown's boner. And then he grabs some (laughs) random... (laughs) Some fucking random idiot. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm ready to rate He's it. antagonizing him. We're not done talking about the movie yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm ready to rate it. <laughs> well, Can we go for it? I'll just All right, I'm Matt, I'm going to get on it. the flight and just gotta go around a little bit until you're ready. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to give me cocaine. It's the... Uh... <laughs> Coke. I believe I am going to get some cocaine. At the tournament, Barnes reaches the final round to challenge Daniel. Silver and Crease instruct Barnes to inflict serious damage on Daniel, mm. keep the score a tie, and finally beat him in sudden death. Barnes gains the upper hand during the fight while taunting Daniel relentlessly. When the initial round concludes, Daniel wants to quit, but Mr. Miyagi urges him to continue, saying that his best karate is still inside of him. In the sudden death round, mm-hmm. Daniel performs the kata, effectively confusing Barnes to Urged on by Crease and Silver, Barnes lunges toward Daniel to claim the final point, but Daniel flips him to the ground and strikes him to win the tournament. Silver leaves in disgust while the crowd throws back their Cobra Kai t-shirts as Daniel and Miyagi embrace and celebrate victory. Okay. Yep. So That's about it. Now are we ready to rate it? <laughs> he... This is the most underwhelming finale this isn't Ever. a finale. I was just like, okay, I'm done watching the movie. I didn't even want to see the tournament. There's no hero looks, turn. There's nothing. There's. It just looks like he's beating up a small dog until they're like, oh, yeah. sudden death. Yeah, it didn't even look like he was trying. It's just bad, right? It's just bad, right? Yeah, yeah it's bad. Because, like, in the first one, when you're watching the movie and you're at the tournament and Johnny Lawrence, William Zabka, is straight up kicking the shit out of fools, and he looks good doing it, right? He can do karate. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to Daniel, and all of a sudden he can't do that anymore. It's like, okay, what? Why? You know? But this is even worse. Yeah. They know he can't fight to the extent that they don't even make him fight except for the one fight in this movie because they changed the fucking rules of the tournament. Mm. Which is insane to me. Sad. What if they did that in the NBA, right? Or the NFL? We don't got to play any playoff games. Y'all to see me in the Super Bowl. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, what if they didn't change the rules? What if... Johnny Lawrence just loved beating the hell out of people, so he just fought even though he didn't have to. No, because they said it was a new rule this year. You're right. I know. I'm just... What if, man? What if? But, you know, Johnny would have fought all the fights. Yeah, he would have. Because that's in his character, for sure. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's in Johnny Lawrence, Karate Kid 1's character. You know? But Johnny Lawrence, after... 
who knows what he would actually be like. I know what he's like in Cobra Kai, which isn't where I saw that character going. Um, I love where where that character went, though. I mean, I haven't seen it all, so I don't know. But, like, <clears throat> the end of the first movie, he's like, you're all right, Daniel. And he seems to, like, come around a little bit, making him not really the villain of the film. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But then by the time Cobra Kai comes back around, he's like, nope, none of that happened. I hate your guts. Wow. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes thing, you know, as you get older and you look back on your life and the things that didn't work out for you, it changes your perspective on things. And Chris hadn't tried to murder him just yet either for it, so there's that. There is that. That's true. Hmm. I wonder if I get rid of this. Okay. Are you okay over there? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to fix an issue we're having with audio quality, but we'll see. Oh. Y'all ready to rate this pilish, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. Um, since this is all your idea, Angela, I would start with you. <laughs> um, so the third one is Garbage Town. I hate it. It makes me so angry. Daniel San acts like he's never met Miyagi before. I don't understand how I don't I don't understand anything that's going on in this movie. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I, I can't, I, I, I got nothing. So I'm going to get rate it like a negative 600 because it makes me so angry. <laughs> I hate Daniel in this movie. I, I don't understand his motives. I don't understand who he is or why he does any of the things that he does in this movie. So. All right. Uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think there's much redeeming to this movie it's it's bad there's there's so much character thing flaws that are don't fit the characters that they've built through the first two films there's plot devices that are just utter poop uh (laughs) yeah i don't there's much to redeem i think i'm I'm just gonna give it a point three (laughs) (laughs) all right Shannon? Oh, goodness. Um, I kind of am with the crowd here. This is not a good movie. In fact, I can tell you I barely watched it because I was doing other things on my device while the movie played. And I kept looking up saying, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was pretty easy to follow, but at the same time. This is a phone movie. It is not. Yeah. Like get your attention, ooh, movie. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this to rate this movie. It's kind of like one of the worst flights you've ever taken in your life. <laughs> oh my gosh! Way to try to make a callback. So, do I have to give a number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't have to. You can just say like rat zero. Ass. Zero. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> oh wait, wait going... zero point one. <laughs> Ooh, okay, never mind. I was going to concur with you. My rating for this movie is a zero. Well. It's it's a nothing. It's nothing. This movie is like a fan film Um, for no one. 
it's like a, it's, a... <laughs> it's like a fan film but they never actually watched the karate kid it's it's it doesn't even somebody seem like told it... them about it you know what it yeah, is you like... know what it is i got you you ready yeah it's a nightmare johnny lawrence had where he, this is <laughs> this is how he views daniel larusso going forward it seems like Fair it's, enough. it's not even a like it was written for film. It seems like it's a fan fiction that somebody wrote while they were. I think it's Terry Silver was doing cocaine and he wrote a fan fiction for yeah, it. Yeah, and then he was sure. like, "Hey, let's do like, like this movie." And like, why is Terry? Yeah, okay. Terry Silver's like just obsessed with crushing a fucking child. Like, get a life, yeah. you dickless loser. <laughs> Oh well, they, guys. Did, is it me or did they oversell like how wealthy he was? They're like, oh, well, uh, my butler's <laughs> butler's got to go and get my telephone. <laughs> yeah, my butler's Agreed. butler. Uh, he was his valet, not a butler. Get it right. His <laughs> valet. Oh my gosh, what a shit show. Um, mm-hmm. we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're so sorry, but and it's it's not gonna be better. Maybe it's gonna be it, better. It's not. It's it's gonna be better. It's better. It's it's not. It is. It's better. Better. It's better. It's just not it's worse. It's better. It's it's better. <laughs> well, you'll have to convince me next episode. All right, guys. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, check us out, Movie Dummies Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you know, talk to us there and stuff. And yeah. send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash movie dummies and click send us a voice message. Something like that, right? And we'll be back next week to talk The Next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank. And we got to wonder, is the office, uh, the office thing right? Is she hot or is she not? So I have some thoughts. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. As always, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And also, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>